Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, welcome to this week's journal entry. We are going to be digging into emotions. I talk a lot about that, but I haven't really touched on stifling emotions. Those of us that aren't really aware of what's going on internally and maybe why that is. For a long time before I started journaling like intentionally, I thought that I was doing really well and because I was always felt really optimistic and positive and nothing ever really seemed very wrong in my life. But now that I am just so much more in tune with myself and have this process of journaling to really honor what it is that I'm going through, whether I am going through a tough time, but also on the good days, like there are small things that build up. I look back and I'm like, there was so much avoidance of big and small things that just eventually made me, I I think I felt disconnected. That's the word that I think of when I think back to my pre-journaling time, disconnected from who I am, what I want. Did you just hear that? That's That's Koa jumping on my on my desk, uh, who I am, what I want. I, I just was kind of floating, you know? And so I want to talk about that. And the fact that it is an intentional process to become aware of our emotions, but it's also not taught, really. It's not normal for people besides potentially your family to go around and really care and ask you or or your therapist to ask you like how you're feeling or how you feel about a particular thing. In fact, I feel like we are taught from, I don't know, media, movies, I guess media and movies, but like social media, magazines, movies, all these things that emotions might even be viewed as weak or that we should feel a certain way in certain situations, maybe that we're not allowed to feel certain ways. Because of this, we push down our emotions. We suppress them until they start causing other problems in our life. And this all could even stem from relationships that you're in. I've talked a little bit about my past marriage and how I've, I've tried bringing up conversations and it was just met with like, nope, we're not going to talk about that or not on a Sunday. Why would we have a big conversation on a Sunday? This day is for relaxing and like, no. And, but then like the weekdays, all these things in relationships make us feel a certain way, particularly like we shouldn't be feeling this certain way and we just suppress our emotions. We stifle our emotions. And then we realize that 
our emotions and feelings are just, we're just disconnected. We, we aren't in tune with them. And if we are, we almost think that we are crazy, right? If we're being gaslit. So I'm going to go over some top reasons or ways that it's really evident if somebody is not connected with their emotions or stifling their emotions that you might notice in yourself or you might notice in those in your life, and then also give you an approach to overcome that, to become more aware and in tune and intentional with yourself and your feelings. Let's dig into it. This first one is something that I can definitely say that I find myself in. A a way that somebody might be stifling their emotions is excessive busyness, aka overworking or always just always doing something. This person constantly feels the need to keep themselves busy with tasks or like I said, work or activities just to avoid confronting their feelings. And I want to say this one, as well as the rest, often is subconscious. Like when I overwork, I don't consciously think I'm avoiding my feelings right now. I actually think I'm being really productive right now. I might be working a lot, but that's a good thing, right? Like my business is going to bloom from all of this. So a lot of this is subconscious. Like, is it really going to bloom or am I really just trying to not sit in my, sit in the quiet and, you know, call my mind and ask myself how I feel today. So excessive busyness. Other excessive behaviors like potentially cleaning or over-exercising, even overly focused on your nutrition, these things put you in a false sense of control because subconsciously you feel like you cannot control all of the things going on inside of you. So you try and control those things externally. Also though, unhealthy eating habits because when we're eating, the brain produces endorphins. And so instead of figuring out what we're feeling, we just kind of numb that with eating. And it's like mindless eating. It can be a sign that we need to be more grounded, more intentional and aware. Avoidance of emotionally charged topics. This used to be me as well. So just consistently deflecting or avoiding conversations about your feelings, but also any other topic that might bring up strong emotions. Excessive rationalization. So if you or somebody in your life tends to overanalyze their emotions or using logic to explain why they're feeling that way or what they're feeling rather than expressing the feelings, like, like, rationalizing it like this there's a reason why rather than just honoring this is how I feel overuse of humor or sarcasm I mean I think that one is pretty uh, apparent but a lot of times people who overuse 
humor or sarcasm are doing it because they're hiding something. They're, they're uncomfortable. And in terms of our emotions, they are distancing themselves from genuine emotions by putting up that block. Perfectionism. These people strive for perfection in their work, in their appearance, in their behaviors and personality to distract from their true emotions, from how they're feeling. Physical symptoms. If you or someone in your life is constantly getting headaches or stomach aches or tension or even chronic stress or anxiety, and maybe you've ruled out other factors and you still have just no idea it could be that you're not honoring what it is that you truly feel. All that's going on in your life, even if it doesn't feel like a lot at first or like you're going through a quote unquote tough season at first, life is hard these days. Like things pile up and it can manifest in physical symptoms. Difficulty making decisions, that was also me. So these people just struggle with deciding this or that, or especially any decisions that involve emotions or personal matters, even if it's somebody else's emotion or somebody else's personal matter that we might be overly compensating for, is that person going to feel happy or sad or upset if I do this or that? outbursts of anger or frustration. Again, this is like a repressed emotion that can manifest in these sudden outbursts. And this one is actually one that I've found is a trend in my private clients that I didn't necessarily think of at first, but all of them so far have had this where they say, I just like have this outburst at my partner and I don't want to, or I have this outburst at my kid and I don't want to, like, I want to be more patient. I don't know where this anger is coming from. All of them have had that. So maybe you've experienced that too. And then last but not least, low self-esteem or low self-worth. Someone who stifles their emotions might be feeling that way or exhibiting those behaviors stemming from a lack of self-awareness and definitely acceptance of who they are. So that was a lot. There's a lot of reasons that subconsciously we just tune out of our emotions. There's just other things to focus on. And so it's common to just put our emotions, put it under the rug, right? Sweep it under there <laughs> and deal with it another time. But then we don't deal with it another time. And the downside of all of this, again, you're going to feel disconnected at some point with yourself. You might find yourself in a situation where you're like, I don't even know what I want to do in this situation because I just don't know who I am. I don't know, like, what is my preference? Or have I just been making decisions based on other people this whole time, right? And other people's reactions this whole time. And this disconnect can become really, I, I almost feel like that is the midlife crisis <laughs> that a lot of people face. It's this awareness of, holy crap, where have I been? Where have I let myself go? And so to 
get back into our own bodies and into our own emotions and feelings. Really, it's just a couple things. First is just stop. It's just slowing down and taking a breath. And if you want to take, like, make this a moment, you can put your hand on your chest or your heart. And you could even put on a guided meditation if you want, but just breathe and sit in this moment. So if you find yourself overworking, or if you found yourself just yelling at your partner or your kids, or you have a headache, whatever it is, stop, take a breath, sit in this moment and ask yourself this one question. What are you avoiding? I think it's that simple. And at first, if you're not um, well practiced, is that a word or a phrase? If you're if you're not um, used to asking yourself this sort of question or tapping into your emotions, not, it, you might come up blank, but still sit there and just ask again, what am I avoiding? Or think of another rendition that might make sense for what you're going through now or your season of life right now, like what else could be on my mind right now? Or what else could I be focusing on right now? Any version of that question and just see what comes up. I did this once when I was overworking and wait, I wasn't overworking. What was I doing? Procrastinating opposite. And I didn't even mention that one procrastination. That is also one where you're not dealing with your emotions. It's just like you're always doing like something else except what you need to be doing. So I was procrastinating. I stopped. I took a few deep breaths and I asked, what am I avoiding? And almost instantly for me, success was the word that came up for me, which is just shocking because of course I want to see success. Of course I want to help more women and to have this podcast be a thriving podcast and, and all these things. And then I ask myself some more questions of like, why? What part of success is scary to me? And what came up for me was responsibility. I'm at a point in my life, especially being a single mom, you know, being responsible for a toddler, that if I become successful and I have this standard of living for myself, I have, I, I feel the responsibility to maintain that. And what if I don't? So it also became the fear of failure. So many good things that I could just crack open. And this is all that I'm going to ask of you today, because I think this alone is so eye-opening. Just this awareness of these like broad concepts, right? Fear of success and fear of failure and responsibility. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that we're going to go into, into addressing all of these, but also take it a step further of like then asking, okay, well then what is it that I do want and how to actually get those things? That's what we're going to be covering inside Emotionally Empowered. That's the four-week group coaching program designed to help women navigate through these tough seasons, these emotionally charged seasons, 
with confidence by sorting through these emotions like we're starting to do here and gaining that clarity and then feeling empowered with the direction of their lives. It's going to be amazing. But again, this starting point is is perfect for you. So stop, take a breath and ask, what are you avoiding? If you wanted another prompt after that, why are you avoiding that? What is it about that that makes you put up your guard? If you are interested in emotionally empowered, I want you to know that as of the time of this episode airing, there is one week until we actually go live and we get started. We The registration closes on October 31st. So here's how you know if you would be interested in joining us. If you are the type of woman who needs help putting your emotions and feelings into words so that you can articulate them in your conversations and ultimately communicate better, this is for you. If you know that your relationship is struggling or you just feel like it could be better and you want to put in the work to address that and to get to that point, this is for you. If you love to stop patterns that leave you over committing, overworking, walking on eggshells, always being the one to compromise in your relationship, or putting your needs on the bottom of your list, which ultimately looks like putting your emotions on the bottom of the list, not, not addressing that, then this is also for you. So I will leave the link in my show notes so that you can go take a look. It's www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash emotionally hyphen empowered, but I'll put that in the show notes so you can easily click on that. I hope that you got some really good insight today on some patterns that you might be having that are more than just a pattern that you thought was a good thing, like maybe working really hard and we're able to see potentially a subconscious reasoning for that. And I also hope that the journal prompts help. I'll put those in the show notes too. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners. So make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.